Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show, where we invite e-commerce entrepreneurs, marketers, and agencies to talk about e-commerce, the best strategies and tactics, and what to implement in your own e-com store. Before we jump into this episode, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast, and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone, here is Daniel with a brand new episode of our Ecom show and now we are over 250 episodes and today I'm here with uh, Joanna Walters and uh, she's the founder of uh, Wish, Rocks, Wish Rock Relaxation and uh, what they focus on is uh, really high quality chairs, massage chairs and, and you will see she will share more but really high uh, price and I would say luxur- luxurious, can we say that? Luxurious yes. items for <laughs> yeah. people. So definitely not selling some canned beverage or, or I don't know, something, you know, very uh, low price items. And um, yeah, let's jump into it. Hey, Joanna, how are you? Where are you today? Uh, I'm actually in Kingman, Arizona. We just came back from the Las Vegas market where I got to see all my suppliers. And then my boyfriend was competing in the Vegas shootout for archery. And so we got back super late last night and it's been quite a jam-packed week. (laughs) Yeah. So are you also a fan of archery? Uh, I am because I like to be supportive of my partner and cheer him on. Um, it's not something I really actively compete in, but I've learned mm-hmm. so much more. And it was different this time um, to watch the pros hit X after X after X was really impressive. And if yeah. you think about that, ha- having been a collegiate athlete myself, having to and and requiring perfection on every shot is, is pretty nerve-wracking and it's really a mental game which a lot of life is too yeah yeah i uh played uh, or played i mean i tried archery for the first time like two months ago and uh it was not easy for sure uh yeah um and you played another game which is uh, e-commerce so yes. <laughs> tell, tell us more about e-commerce. Uh, when did you start? I know before you had a before you had a job. Uh, maybe you can share that too. But what was your initial motivation to get started? Uh, I wanted to find something that I could do um, and still take care of my kids. And at the time, they were younger. I came out of a, a pretty colorful professional background. Um, And I wanted to do something that would allow me flexibility, but also major upside and the ability to help people too. So I started Wish Rock Relaxation and I took the Dropship Lifestyle course in August of 2016 and went live on my site in January, had my very first sale January 17th, uh, 2017. So I've been in business seven years now which is exciting grown a lot learned a lot and um, massive changes in the industry as well as uh, myself and my family and everything else it's been quite a ride (laughs) yeah and when you when you got started so you started with this business these kind of products or something very different because you know when i I think about drop shipping i think about usually items for 50 bucks 30 bucks you know not expensive chairs 
and yeah. I did actually start with, um, I started with this and I liked the idea of being able to do um, high-end relaxation products and things that I've had in my own home that I know can make a big difference in people's lives. And um, the profit margin was attractive to me. Um, so you can sell a thousand soft drinks or you could sell quite a few less <laughs> of what yeah. I sell. Long and so challenge. that worked. Yeah. Yeah. So for what I sell, it was attractive to me to have that potential upside and also um, the ability to really affect people's lives, um, which I've liked that part too. Yeah. I think not many people think about this or at least, uh, yeah, certainly I didn't think about it that uh, when you sell high priced items, then fulfillment is, it's easier, right? Uh, at least that's my impression because you just have to fulfill two chairs versus mm -hmm. 1000 cans of drinks, let's say, and <laughs> has this yeah. space, you know, and the number of tickets, support tickets that you get and to manage well, all those people instead of two. Right. So, yeah. Well, if you think about um, the potential of a customer service issue to go wrong in a thousand situations versus a handful is significantly yeah. different. Um, and so that's why I thought a high ticket drop shipping was um, an attractive option. And that's mm -hmm. why I kind of went that route. Yeah. It's simply just an added expense of the business to pay for customer support and the software and all of that. And when you have to manage only two customers, that 1000 is just so much easier, mm -hmm. uh, I think. So. At the beginning, you dropship these products. How did you get these products? Because I have no idea how I would get a product like this. Um, I did a lot of market research and identified like the best manufacturers. And then I reached out to them um, <clears throat> and kind of pitched them on my business model and, and on me, really, right? Because they're betting mm -hmm. on you to be a yeah. strong brand ambassador. And I uh, was pretty successful in bringing the best uh, massage chair manufacturers. We also sell lift chairs, um, which lift up mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, keep people safe. And also we have many customers sleep in these chairs um, and they help prevent hip injuries, um, zero gravity recliners. And so as we brought in and grew, we were just adding more products and categories that I thought fit the niche. And so I would reach out to the supplier and um, and then kind of show them our site, give them uh, our strategy for drawing in traffic, our um, core competencies, what we do different, why they want to go with us. Uh, one of the things that's different about us is we're a service disabled veteran owned small business. I'm a former naval officer and that resonates with a lot of people. And how many times do you make a large purchase and actually get to talk to the owner of the company? or have access to her or him yeah, or know yeah. anything about them. It's very rare. And so that's one of the differences um, with, with my company and how we do business. I am not involved in every sale, um, but I certainly am accessible in if need be. And I think that, you know, my team, as it's grown significantly over the years, we've created a family environment even within the team, even though my entire team is remote. So it's been, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it only happens ha happened to me once that I, I don't even remember what was the product. Maybe it was one or two thousand dollar product, but I don't remember what was it. But I uh, 
there was a chat bubble on the site. I clicked it and uh, it directly connected me with the CEO and I could book a call with him. And that was so oh. amazing. I never had experience <laughs> yeah. before. And uh, not in e-commerce. In service businesses, for sure, but not in physical e-commerce. I was Yeah, it's very rare. rare. Yeah. Like I, I know it's incredibly rare that something like that happens. And I think that that's kind of set us apart. I know my competitors don't do that. Mm. Yeah. So tell us more about the products now because we warmed up the audience, I think. <laughs> um, so our best-selling products, we sell a lot of massage chairs. And so we sell everything from entry level. And we can still get you into a great massage chair for under 3000 all the way up to um, the most luxurious chairs available today that are over 15000 And um, the technology has dramatically changed and improved in the last couple of years. Uh, we've mm-hmm. seen like major improvements in the industry. Um, and I've had people show me their sleep numbers from their watch <laughs> before mm-hmm. having a chair. And then like one of my customers had like was up 56 times during the night with sleep apnea and then spent a lot of time in the chair and you know she was sleeping 80 percent of the night which is a massive life change um the other product we sell a lot of is the lift chairs and so they go into infinite positions and so it removes all the pressure from your spine by reclining back and lifting the legs to heart level it's called zero gravity but also older people sometimes have swelling in their feet. And so they lift them up higher and that position is called Trendelenburg. And we can safely put them in any of those positions and then lift them so that they don't lose their balance as they're trying to get out of the chair, which is really critical as our loved ones age. And so I have a lot of customers for those that sleep in the chairs. Um, We just did an order with the U.S. government. Uh, I was thrilled to send some to our U.S. Navy, uh, and they were zero-gravity recliners, and they put them on ships, and that was fantastic. When I was an officer and had my own stateroom, I certainly did not have a zero-gravity recliner, but I would have loved it. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And and then we we also carry some very modern zero-gravity recliners um, that have, like, a light massage. They look... Uh, beautiful clean lines they're not like a big bulky massage chair but something you could binge watch your favorite show in Um, those have been fun we also carry near infrared saunas to help detoxify and then we have a beautiful line of water features that um, really accent any room in fact I just got one we haven't put it up yet uh, in our Kingman house and um, you'll see them in a lot of waiting rooms of some places or homes and Um, If you imagine a a gorgeous piece of granite or rock and then the water just sliding down, um, they're quite nice. Uh, Also, I'm always open to suggestions on how to grow and improve my business and what we offer. So that's that's the core of of our product range. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who is listening and you have an an active dream or or a product recommendation, then feel free to comment below and uh, yeah, we are open to recommendations. Do you want to have <laughs> Maybe yes. a flying chair? A flying chair could be. <laughs> that would be fun, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm curious how these products, because you said technology improved a lot. Maybe can you just mention one thing? How is it different than seven years ago or 10 years ago? One, well, like even when I began, 3D was the best type of roller mechanism and massage chair. 
And zero gravity was the big feature that had just come out, which has mm -hmm. been groundbreaking. But now all the chairs have zero gravity and 3D is not the best roller mechanism. So the technology and the rollers really, um, they have 4D and they have a dual track. And the 4D not only goes up and down and left and right and in and out, but um, it also adds a speed algorithm. And so they took like, measurements of some of the best massage therapists and they try to um, improve the smoothness and the way you really see a difference in a 40 chair is that it is smooth and the best will slow down and speed up and can really get into a knot or a pressure point in a way that just wasn't possible some mm -hmm. of the original chairs were really strong and kind of hurt a little bit yeah. where this you have the ability to pinpoint and move the roller in for higher intensity, or if it's too much, pull it back. Yeah. And that's um, that's one of the biggest things. And then this year, dual tracks came out. So you can have your neck and your back be massaged at the same time as your glutes and your hamstrings. And that wow. wasn't possible even two years ago. That's amazing. Uh, I feel you are really into these products. You could talk about it for an hour, right? <laughs> I think it would be easy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, let's talk about marketing now. So you have these items. What What's the lowest price in the store? Um, probably we have some add-ons, but, you know, we have some items under a thousand. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. One of the things I'm actually about to add is um, silk sheets and some sheets of all sizes because I, I found them at the market and I love them and they've become my favorite gift to give. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so I think uh, some of our customers will really like those, uh, but they're not live yet. They will be soon, uh, shortly. Yeah. So under so, $1,000 at the moment and up to $15,000, that's a big range. And how do you mm -hmm. find customers for this price? How do they find your website? Uh, well, we we have like a multi-pronged approach. So we do Google PPC ads, pay-per-click ads. Um, we run um, search text ads and then also the Google shopping ads. We also advertise on Bing, um, Facebook. We do reels. Uh, I try to take make my own <laughs> reels at these industry events too, which I apologize right now if maybe some of them are... <laughs> not perfect but that's i guess the beauty of it is you're getting an authentic experience of of what i'm experiencing there um i find that my product price point is a bit high for instagram um we do have we do instagram as well i think we have about 10,000 followers on our instagram account um and then we also do a uh what do you call it we've just invested in seo um, as well to improve our on-site SEO. And we have a full-time blogger um, as well on our team. And she's working with the SEO firm as well as, you know, we do a lot of reviews and comparisons. And then, yeah. you know, we have some chairs that are in a family of chairs where, you know, like, for example, um, Human Touches Supernova started out with the Novo XT, then the Supernovo, Supernovo 2.0, and now the X that's got the arms like a DeLorean. That's one of those $15,000 chairs. And so, like, people don't understand the differences, and we try to break it down and make it easy, and it also helps with organic traffic. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's, that's the big thing. We do also um, email marketing, too. 
So we'll announce sales and also do um, some to kind of warm up our audience. And we have different email funnels when they sign up on our list, um, abandoned carts, that kind of thing. Yeah, makes sense. I think education is crucial when you sell at this price point, right? As you also said, like educating people about the products, like why this product works, how is it different than other products? Uh, I, I didn't check, but I'm pretty sure there are many cheap copycats out there, right? <laughs> yeah. In fact, you can find the, the very cheap chairs directly from the manufacturer in, um, on Amazon, but you get no support and they'll fall apart in a few months. We get those customers that get frustrated with a $1,000 chair and said, you know what, I wasted my time and my money. Yeah, yeah. That sounds bad. So I also know you've, you have the company fully remote. You mentioned that. And uh, why did you make this de de decision? You never wanted to have an office, you know, with employees around you? <laughs> um, I like the idea of being location independent. And so I like to travel. Um, I... Some of my competitors have opened locations. So like there are a couple guys that have three or four stores around the country. And then another one that has, there's a few that have some chains. Um, <clears throat> I decided that I didn't, there's a, a large outlay in inventory, at least $50,000 plus in, in just the inventory of the chairs alone. Um, not to mention the rent. And I've gone that route before I wanted to, not be tied down to that, if that makes sense. Um, I see the value in it at this price point. People want to try it because it isn't a couple hundred dollar item that you don't mind and you're laying in bed scrolling through Instagram. This is one that has a longer buying cycle. Like we'll have someone look at it for two months sometimes and really do their research and it keeps coming up and then they finally reach out. And they've, they've been warmed up through our email cycle or, um, you know, researched all of my competitors and me. <laughs> you know, that happens all the time, too, especially with online. Um, yeah. So I didn't want to have a physical location. It is something we still think about from time to time, but it, it adds an entirely different dimension and cost outlay to the company. Yeah. And we got a comment. Can you see the comment on LinkedIn? It's here in the comment section. Amazon launch AI shopping assistant. Rufus, oh. any thoughts, Joanna? Oh, um, we do. We do uh, have an Amazon store. It hasn't been a large percentage of our business. It was bigger before. Um, but to be completely transparent and honest with you, um, we were shut down for ten months on Amazon due to um, one of my previous employees, um, not fulfilling the order, even though it had been delivered, um, in time on Amazon. And so, um, <clears throat> I like that idea of using the, um, AI shopping assistant. Um, I haven't, I haven't done much research into it, but I, I do need to look into it more. That's a great idea. 
Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. I mean, Amazon is not easy for uh, high ticket items, right? Because uh, there is a big price competition there as well. So typically when yeah. there is a... Sorry? There is a big price competition, but all of my manufacturers strictly enforce MAP, um, which mm-hmm. is great. But what that means is I can't really partake in a you know a prime day sale easily <laughs> unless yeah. i can get special permission from from my manufacturers and so then we're really at that point trying to win the buy box um and these are not you know it's not like you're typically going to get 30 orders a month on these chairs you know we're lucky to get five or six a month or something like that um, whereas, you know, when you have a private label product or you're building a brand on Amazon, you're selling sometimes 30 a day if you're pretty successful, right? Or more. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, um, tell us more about how you really learned about, uh, entrepreneurship and e-commerce because, uh, you start, you, you are a self learner, right? So you learned it yourself. Uh, yes and no. Course. I actually, yeah. yeah, but I actually have an MBA in e-commerce and entrepreneurship mm. from DePaul. So wow. I, I've always been interested in entrepreneurship, but my MBA is a little old, right? I, I graduated with it in um, May of 2001, so it was right on the tip of the sword with you know e-commerce <laughs> in terms yeah. of you know, all the things that are part of the industry now. Um, it's been it's been interesting um, to really truly use my MBA as opposed to a lot of times you hear people like get a degree and oh I didn't use it I've used every single part of that and a lot of the analytics came in from some of my pre- previous experience I worked for Procter and Gamble I've been a partner in a small niche private equity firm I've been part owner and CEO of a casino I've done some crazy crazy things. And they all kind of converge here. But learning the actual steps of e-commerce, I actually took Anton Crayley's course called Dropship Lifestyle. And, you know, a lot of people buy a course and any course owners will tell you like 80% of the people don't do the course. But if you do what you bought and you do the course, he lays it out and the community was so strong and rich. I've still got dear friends um, that we still meet regularly all in e-commerce. And, you know, some of us have built, you know, a couple of us have built, you know, seven plus figure brands. That's amazing. So this community still exists or at least. Oh, yeah, it does. We are connected with these people. Yeah. It what does. was the hardest thing for you to learn in the past seven years? Oh. <laughs> I mentioned more, not just one. No, um, that's that's a great question. So I was a formal naval officer and I, I drove big ships. That's what I used to do. And I know leadership. I went to one of the best leadership schools in the country, the Naval Academy, U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. But leading people live versus learning how to manage your team from another country in another culture remote was was very different and to still build a culture where we all care about each other 
and um, you know, still have the metrics, it was a different beast than I had been used to. Um, also, I'm used to hitting the ground or hitting the deck plates running. And this was a different experience for me as well. It took a little bit longer. Sometimes life gets in the way. Um, I had some personal stuff with, with one of my daughters and, you know, a lot of things that I had to work through as a mom, a woman and a person. And, you know, the buck stops with you as an entrepreneur. You're the, the last person in line. You've got to pay your team if you have a tough month. And, and it's how to make those <clears throat> strategic decisions um, and realize that you're, it's not just your livelihood. You're responsible for however many people on your team, their livelihood too. You're supporting their families. And that's a big responsibility that I don't take lightly. And I'm proud of what we do. Um, but, you know, we've got big goals. And sometimes you have to keep adjusting and be nimble. Um, I admire one of my my friends. Um, she she has a very successful e-commerce store. Mm-hmm. And I have a data-driven approach, but she's pretty quick to move. Like she'll decide and and immediately like add this app and do that. And and I've learned um, I've learned a lot kind of watching her move. And even though I've got a lot of classical training and different experience, you can learn from everyone around you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, she's in a similar category as you are or, or very different? Uh, drop shipping, very different category. Um, I will give you her info. My guess is that um, that she would be a great person for you to interview on this too. All right. Thank you. Um, so my final question today, so what would you tell to other entrepreneurs uh, who, let's say they, they already got started and they are close to the seven figure range and uh, they sell also high ticket items. So not your typical 50, 100, maybe 200 bucks items, but they want to sell products for thousands of dollars, one item. What would you tell them, especially when they don't see the, you know, many number of sales coming in? Um, I would say don't stop investing in yourself and stop growing because you have to keep learning and you have to like, okay, so you did the course, great. But then you have to keep improving your own personal education and not be afraid to um, put in the time and energy to keep growing and learning because the industry changes so rapidly now, um, especially with ChatGBT. Um, I am a Shopify store. We're on a Shopify 2.0 platform. Um, I saw that question in the chat. Um, and I think that also don't be afraid to pivot. <coughs> sometimes, <coughs> sometimes you need to pivot. Yeah. Just some water too. Take your time. I'm also drinking. <laughs> My throat got a little scratchy. Sorry about that. So pivot, pivot. Uh, did it happen to you <laughs> regarding products or marketing or or what? What kind of pivot? Um, adding more products, losing manufacturers, and picking up new ones, and then also um, <coughs> learning how to capitalize on new marketplaces. So. We do a lot of business now with the U.S. government, and um, 
I didn't know that they would necessarily buy my products. So I had a couple of, of, of sales in the beginning. And then it felt like looking for a needle in a haystack. And that's not always the case. And I'm not afraid to sell across different channels. We sell on Amazon, eBay, House, um, our site. And then, you know, we're, we're not afraid to try other marketplaces too. Because sometimes, you know, so what if it's 15% of your business? If that 15% is two, 300 grand, it still makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We even started a site to bring on one other product because the manufacturer wouldn't allow us, <laughs> wouldn't allow us to uh, add it to our current assortment of products. Um, and so, you know, like we did that in two weeks, like, up and running actually much quicker than that to, to get the $10,000 order. And so like be nimble. And um, I think that, you know, that would be what I would say. Yeah. 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 Especially now, as you said, yeah, things change so fast with AI and uh, all of those things. Um, I really agree. And not being afraid to give up what you, what, what you've done and just, you know, pivoting. That's, that's, crucial in e-commerce, I would say, and in business in general. Yeah. Don't take it personally because it's a business decision, right? And mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> I think you have to sometimes not take it too personally. I mean, it is personal because it's your baby, right? Like you've invested it and you've grown it. <clears throat> but what I will say is that, I know, the next one's going to come around. The next opportunity is there. The next customer is there. And, um, you know, if you soften and allow the answers to come to you, I think sometimes we get focused on a problem and if we can soften and allow the Mm -hmm. answers, they, they, they appear and, you know, sometimes it's stepping away. Um, you're too close to it. And and then all of a sudden you realize what you really needed to do. Yeah. 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 And look for the solution, not at the problem, right? (laughs) Oh, I have one other thing. This was actually critical. Um, If you realize that one of your employees is not, no longer serving your business, regardless of how long they've worked for you or loyalty or anything else, if someone becomes toxic to your company, it's your responsibility to not hesitate to remove them from it. And I I had a situation like that where my general manager was um, really hurting my company. And it was at a time that I couldn't focus as much. Um, My family required more of me. And, you know, it hurt the business. And I had this thought of, wow, not only did I give her enough rope to hang myself, but also my company with it. And that is a terrifying thought. And, you know, we turned around and came back strong and, more than doubled the company and improved dramatically and cleaned house and added new people and promoted the right people. But you can't be afraid to make those changes because the longer you wait, you know in here what you need to do. And, you know, investing in your people is wise, but holding on to something that really is toxic doesn't help anyone. It just hurts you. It hurts your company. It hurts your profit. And if you know that that's the direction you need to go, I would say that you shouldn't hesitate because hesitating can really be costly in a lot of ways, more than just monetarily. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And 
do you know why mm-hmm. this happened to this employee like because this person has been in your company for a while right so do you know why she she right was a she yeah so, uh, why she turned around in in this way? i think um honestly that my impression is that she wasn't being honest with me she i found out later that she had a couple of vAs working for her doing the work for my company mm-hmm. and they weren't trained um yeah. which was an eye opener um yeah. i think she had other jobs that she wasn't honest with me about and it's hard to know because they're working remotely um and then she had what she told me was that during covid they hadn't left the house in like a year like they weren't even walking outside to walk the dog and go around the block mm. like and that was really like when i found that out i had a lot of compassion for her but that was 2022 yeah we yeah. Had, the world had already opened up and you know it felt then like there were excuses like first her father passed away so i was understanding mm-hmm. and then there was another big life thing and then it was i'm sorry i'll be better and so i think it was cascading events but really i think the underlying root cause was that she wasn't being honest with me mm-hmm. she she yeah. had another job and she had hired cheaper vAs to do her work for my company without me knowing and that's where all the errors arose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honesty and transparency, right? Mhm. Crucial. Um yeah, thank you Joanna for sharing your story today and thanks everyone mm-hmm. who listened to the podcast, watched the live stream. We got quite many comments. We didn't reply to all of them uh, on LinkedIn. Um yeah, and uh I will put the link of your story into the description so if anyone needs these super chairs then check out the website you can order there also i will add one more link to the description which is from my end so we collected the top 100 email templates that we created for our clients in the past 6 years and you can download it for free in the description and uh stay tuned every week we come out with a new episode and uh have a great day everyone Hey wait one thing um you didn't mention the coupon I've given your audience so oh, if yeah. anyone yeah if yeah, anyone wants to purchase anything from our site we'll give 10% off your entire purchase and that's with the coupon code budai b u d a i 10 and um I'm sure Daniel will put that link into the show notes too definitely thanks that's uh you mentioned this i almost forgot so yeah uh use the code get a chair and get healthy guys and uh get comfy and have a good sleep at night in the chair if you want so yeah have a great day bye